You are listening to Word, a weekly word from the world's bestseller. Amichai Lau Lavi's New Bible Blog, a Jcast Network production. To subscribe to this blog, to read this blog, and to learn more about Amichai Lau Lavi, please visit amichai.me. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org Here's the weekly word, another password to the riddles of our lives. This week's word is kiss, Laisha Kehu. The weekly Torah text is Vaishlach. On Tuesday morning I woke up in a sleeping bag as the first rays of sun rose over the Dead Sea, painting the Judean cliffs and the Qumran caves a perfect pink. All around me, pilgrims stir the tea boils, and another day of walking begins. It's time for peace. About 70 idealistic men and women, Palestinians, Israelis, Swiss, German, British, Mexican, have been walking for two weeks from the Sea of Galilee to the Dead Sea, through Palestinian and Israeli territories, on a pilgrimage for peace in the Holy Land. Organized by the Peace Research Village Association, the vision for this extraordinary journey brings together activists who blend ecological concerns, personal growth, community building, and peace work. Some dear friends of mine are involved, and although I couldn't commit to the entire journey, I was honored and thrilled to join them on a couple of stops along the way. For everybody involved, especially the Israeli and Palestinian pilgrims, and those who the group has met along the way, this is an exercise in challenging preconceived notions of who the other side is, and what stands in the way of basic human coexistence even, especially, across harsh lines of conflict. As I sit around the fire with them on Monday night, a delegation from a Palestinian village arrives to support and join. One woman rises to speak in Arabic, telling us that this is the first time in her life that she has entered Israeli territory, afraid, but so excited to be here as a mother and as a grandmother, praying with a group for all to wake up. Two nights earlier, I'm told a group of Israeli soldiers, suspicious at first, then curious, put down their guns and sat in the circle, talking about their fears and hopes. My car got stuck in a ditch, and Mustafa, whom I don't know, one of the Palestinian pilgrims, comes to help. We sit on the hood of the car later, share a smoke, and hear each other's stories. By the time I head back to Jerusalem on Tuesday morning, the sun already high up in the sky, and the tea all gone, I've made new friends, real ones exchanged phone numbers, hugs, a tear, and several tender kisses. Suspicions melt away like fading pillows of smoke. Mustafa warns me to drive more slowly, and we smile and shake hands at first, and then kiss each other on the cheek three times each. There's a famous kiss of peace in this week's Torah tale, saddled by a surge of deep suspicions that accompany this gesture between two brothers who reunite after twenty years of hostile absence. I'm thinking of this famous kiss today, a loving kiss that so many voices over generations have chosen to interpret as a bite of bitter hatred. Genesis 33 tells of the meeting between Jacob and Esau, 20 years after Jacob runs away from home with his brother's stolen blessing. Jacob is terrified, prepared for the meeting with gifts and prayers and strategic tricks, but when they do finally come face to face, they are simply brothers. Genesis 33.4 says, And Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. 
The Hebrew word Vayishakehu, kissed him, with only one change of letters, can be read as Vayishakehu, bit him. And the oral tradition has rendered this moment as a failed attack. Esau meant to bite and hurt his brother, but the bite became a kiss. Esau, according to the generations of readers who fear the other, the enemy, the Gentile, often for terribly good reasons, view Esau as the eternal enemy, never to be trusted. We've been programmed to doubt, to be suspicious, to read this kiss as a bite. I don't buy it. This is not the simple meaning of the text. They kiss, hug, cry. Later they will part ways. But at this moment they are family making peace and love together. Cheek to cheek, three times. Like Mustafa and I kissed. Learning again how to trust. It's a big week in the UN for next steps for peace. Another day of hopeful steps on the sacred paths of this holy land, well worn with war. It's definitely time for peace. Shabbat Shalom. Fly.